This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. Podcast time. It was a nice four-day break for one Al Dukes. He is back. We did do a podcast on Thursday, myself and Eddie. I thought I liked it, actually. What's up? What's up, Jerry? Yeah, no, I took a, a social media break. I took uh, four days. A little oh. mental break? Well, I took uh, since 10 a.m. Wednesday, So, and then I checked this morning when I got to work. So I didn't do anything Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. How many messages were waiting for you? Not a ton. Mentions. Mentions? Really? Oh, I, mentions I didn't even go through. I just, just meant like the number. Oh, I guess yeah, it only I shows 20 plus actually. Yeah, yeah, 20 plus. Yeah, I did have a bunch of like emails from people, direct messages, maybe maybe 10. Okay. And the same on like Instagram, but eh. Nothing crazy. I didn't miss anything. I hear you. That's the reality. The only thing, you know what I feel like I did miss because I I uh I have a I use this app called Feedly to get all my sports news. Mhm. It's like it's just an RSS feed yeah. aggregator that pulls in, you know, from all the websites that I like. ESPN, Awful Announcing, right. New York Post, all this stuff. So I did look at that every day for sports news. I didn't want to come back and not know what happened with the Mets or the Yankees or the Nets. Like, I, yeah. if, you know, Pete Alonso broke his uh, hip, I wanted to know this information. Right. But the only other thing that I feel like I missed being off of social media was not knowing what's going on in the world because that's where I get my news from. So you're not watching the CBS Evening News at 6 I am not, no. Like, I watch News 12, but that's more local news, you know. Yeah, of course. But, uh, yeah, so I felt like I didn't really know what was going on in the world. And in some ways it was nice, but in other ways I was like, I kind of feel You feel uninformed. Yeah, I felt uninformed. Yeah. But but I, I do think that taking the break from it, Gave me uh, time to go, okay, so what should I really be spending my time with with it? Which might be looking at the news, yeah, but not getting hung up on... Nonsense. Nonsense of, uh, uh, on the mentions, looking at mentions. I just, it's... Or posting things that... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I'm, uh, where, where I'm going with it. But it was a nice break to have. Yeah. It was the first time I've ever taken a social media break. And like, for real. Yeah. Like, yeah. I legitimately did it. Gina kept checking. She goes, you checked social media? I go, no. You didn't look. I go, no. I did not look. The one thing I know about you is when you put your mind to something, you do it. Yeah, it was also another thing I wanted to do. Like, I just wanted to, because she asked me, she said, did you delete them off your phone? I said, no, I want them sitting there. Because That's I want the urge. Great willpower. I want the urge to go to them. Yeah. And not go to them. The same way with food, with, with anything. Yeah, so, yeah, I was telling you, Jerry, so. 
March 6th, I went on my diet, and I lost 13 pounds so far. That's pretty good in six weeks. It's pretty good. And uh, the very first week, I was like, oh, I'm going to just, I'm going to watch, you know, carbs and calories, that sort of thing. But but by the middle of that first week, or maybe after the first week, is when I found that uh, Bobby approved yep. stuff, where I really just looked at the um, ingredients of what I was eating. That's all. And I found that to be most helpful for me. But it does make it difficult when you go out to restaurants. It's impossible. It's very hard because you don't because the if you if you're looking at and you want to eat healthy ingredients, you know it's it, you don't know what they're cooking your food. Even if you order something nice like a grilled salmon, you don't know what type of butter they're using, what type of oil they're using, any of that stuff. So, and then and I actually felt you know all I do, all I like to do when I'm on a take couple days off or on the weekend is go to restaurants. I have no interest in anything else. So. Being off all that time, I went to more, you know, I got off of my yeah. r- routine, even though I still tried to fight it. Um, But, yeah, it was not easy. It's hard. I did find a cool place in Long Branch, New Jersey. Where's that? And I actually wrote a nice review on Google, and the guy reached out to me today. Uh, it's, it's called Rooney's Oceanfront. Okay. And I'll tell you, it's the simplest things that that they did correctly that I really liked. One, you ever you've been to restaurants where like you order a beer, not a mixed drink. You order a beer. It takes like ten minutes. When it should take all of seconds, three minutes. Go tops. back there and get the beer. Right. That's what this place did. Seconds. Beer, ice cold beer. The chilled glass wasn't like refrigerated. It was in the freezer. Nice. Awesome. Then they had this, which I'm surprised more restaurants don't do. Pick a fish. Pick the way you want it prepared. Pick the sauce on the side. Pick your side item. Okay. That's it. As opposed to you getting grilled salmon, it comes with brown rice and comes with carrots. And we're going to pour some sort of sauce right. you don't want on yeah, top yeah. of it. Yeah, it was great. It was great. So I really enjoyed Busy it. Busy place? Well, I, I went on a uh, oh, Thursday. At, at 4 o'clock. I went on Thursday at like 5 o'clock. Okay. And it was not busy. Okay. But. I will tell you that uh, I've looked at that place before and couldn't get in on weekends. Okay. So, uh, and, and the guy who wrote wrote to me, who uh, I think runs the front of the restaurant, he said that in the in the summers it's very difficult to get in. Okay. Well, but, now your celebrity status, you've been there. You wrote a review. Wrote quite a nice frankly, review. There should be a table for you. Well, he said if you need to, if you would like to come in, please. Very nice. Come in. So I enjoyed that. I did like that part of it. That's Jerry. awesome. I also watched. Uh, oh, also. The other thing I've noticed is since I've uh, started doing my diet, I'm now like I went to the food store on uh, yesterday and I saw a very large young woman. She she maybe was 20. She was large. Yeah. And she was shopping with her mother, also large. And she had this gigantic, she was just carrying around two items. You know the goldfish? Yes. She had, you know, they come like in the packets. Yes, you're talking she, about the milk carton, the big gigantic milk carton. You looked like a five gallon yeah, milk carton. Yeah, we buy that all the time for the kids of goldfish. Yes. So she had that, and she had the something else terrible. And I just felt like you didn't say anything. No, I didn't. Oh, okay. But I wanted to say, you know, there's MSG in that. Let me help you. <laughs> you might get punched in the face. No, I th- I felt like if I did it in a nice way, I could have. I don't think so. I could have done it. it. Depends on the person. I think a lot of people would take great offense to it. Yeah, I don't know. I, uh, hmm. 
Yeah, I think, you know, ever since this um, this uh, Bobby approved thing, it really is just ingredients. Yes. It's not even going like, this is low carb. This is not. It's just using things that are real ingredients. It's like Gio sitting here talking about Prolon for the millionth time he's done. Boomer does it all the time. I, I lost, as b- body percentage-wise, way more than Boomer eating every day. He didn't eat for five days. Right. It just it doesn't make sense. I will tell you, watching that show, and we watched a few of them yesterday. Slave City on YouTube? Yes. Bobby approved? And I'm not. Listen, I know Doritos are not, a, are not good to eat. Don't, yeah. don't misunderstand me. But when he broke down the ingredients and explained how this ingredient triggers and tricks your mind into wanting more yeah. and oh, more yeah. and more, and all I could think of is Tostitos multigrain scoops. Correct. How many times have we said that? That there's an addicting chemical in it because it makes no sense that we can't stop eating them. Yes. Same thing for me with Doritos. Those are the only two things that when I have one, I'm effed because I want handfuls of them. Yes. And he pointed it out and explained it. I'm like, God, I knew it. And once you once you watch a couple of that guy's videos, and again, he's not selling anything. He's just doing these. I mean, I guess he has ads on uh, his YouTube channel. You can make YouTube that case. He's, yeah, he's pushing right. stuff. Right. But he's, yeah. He, um, but he's not selling a diet. He's not saying, no, he's buy, not. you know, he's just telling you, if you're going to have pasta sauce, this is, these are the ones you should get. And here's why. Look at the ingredients. Yeah. And he's also telling you, it doesn't mean you can't eat spaghetti, but how about instead of having the white flour spaghetti? Right. Try this one. Right, and this is fake whole wheat spaghetti. This is the real whole wheat spaghetti. The one hole I would I would have in his messaging. Yes. Well, this is interesting. And no, and it's he not that he's saying anything wrong at all. That's not what I'm saying. So the one episode I was watching yesterday, he was breaking down stuff in the supermarket, and one of the things was the Doritos and all sorts of things. And then he goes to why you don't want to have the diet juices. Now, I've known for years diet juices are filled with, you know, sugar substitutes, and I, and I know that. But when you show someone a one-gallon thing of, not one gallon, half gallon, 64 ounces, of the cran grape diet, and you see right then and there, it's on sale for two ninety nine, And then you come over and say, what you really want to get is this. And it's not 64 ounces, it's 32 ounces. And it's $12.99. The large majority of society cannot afford to start buying that routinely. You can't. Correct. That's the one hole I would have. And it's not a hole. It's it's that that's the one issue you have with eating healthy, is it is damn expensive. That is correct. That's all. Right. And that's when I get into this conversation with my sister about this, she says. The, with the amount of people we have in the world, everyone can't eat healthy. It's not possible. Because they can't produce that much food. Right. Why all this chemically engineered food right. feeds people. Right. And a lot of people. Yes. Yes, it does. You know? And even now, with inflation being what it is, that's expensive. So now imagine you go yeah. the other way. Because the other thing like that I was doing anytime I wanted to drop a few pounds from my belly is I would just look at like how many carbs does it have? How much sugar does it have? Not looking at the ingredients list and all the stuff that's in there that will throw you off as yeah. well. So, cause your diet was always really good. Did you just alter it a little bit with replace? Like 
For instance, and I'm just making this up, and I know you use the the, the powdered peanut butter. I know that. But if you were using Jif, would you have just changed your peanut butter to what he approved? Is that pretty much how you've altered your diet? Or are you um, eating the same things, just the better parts of them? Yeah. So, like, yeah. So, even, like, I was eating, uh, I thought I was doing the right thing and eating Justin's peanut butter. Mm -hmm. It's a more expensive peanut butter. But they use uh, palm oil, which right. is a very cheap oil that places use. So, that was no good. So, but I also knew previously my me eating peanut butter was a problem because I was eating a lot of it on. So I would just try to minimize the amount, I guess. I don't know. It just to me, like I felt like I thought I was eating healthy. I mean, clearly I wasn't. I had a belly. Well, a you're eating healthier size. than most of society. Just not eating right. how you want. Well, right. And not realizing how much crap I really was eating, eating, thinking I was eating healthy food. So eating fiber one bars, thinking those were healthy. I would have thought so too. Kind bars, thinking those were healthy. I would have thought so. Lara bars are good. Lara bars are are one of the few ones that yeah. work. Which I they believe only have, are marketed towards women. Yeah, I think so. But they only have four ingredients, and they're all. What real about those one? What about those bars where they tell you the the four ingredients on no. the packaging? Terrible. Those aren't either. Really? No. Yeah, that's a great example. No. Really? Because they don't. Those are four ingredients. RX bars. Yeah. Those are four ingredients, but they also have all the other oh. bad oil ingredients. So it's more than those four. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. That's, yeah, that's mis-messaging. Mis right. That's why you have to... The, the thing that they can't be mis-messaging about is the ingredients list. The only thing that's really bad with an ingredients list is natural flavors. There is no difference between natural flavors and artificial flavors. But they can call something natural flavors if it starts off as something natural, and then they can do stuff to it. I was wondering why he kept saying that. Yeah. I didn't realize that. And what is this guy's background? I don't know. Because Kim asked me that yesterday. We were watching it. And she, I think she enjoyed it. Not enjoyed it, but she was you know, certainly learning stuff. But at one point, she just said, she goes, why is what he's telling me right? Like, what is his background? I said, you know, I, I, I don't know. She goes, so you're just going to take him at his word? I'm like, well, it seems like it makes sense. She goes, I know that, but are you sure? Because he's a, is he a, a dietitian? Or I said, no, I got I to check that out. <laughs> I didn't have an answer for her. It just seems like a guy who is into this sort of thing. Okay. Let's see. I, I do want to see if he's got, so what's this guy's name? This guy is. He's Bobby from Flav City. I know. I'm looking for. Yeah, he just got boy. This Bobby approved is just huge, though. Yeah, interesting. Well, I'll figure I want to become a Bobby approved, um, cons like a Bobby approved uh, nutritionist. Okay, like why does he, he should start? I might I might email him and say, how about you start a training program where you become someone can become a Bobby approved trainer? They co-founded the channel. Let's see. I'm all about this guy. Bobby Parrish is his name. Yes. Doesn't that's seem right. like he's done a whole lot at all. <laughs> oh, he's raking she, it. She, his wife, yeah. has, let's see, done booklets, booklets on five ingredient meals. Yeah. But that sounds like that's more a matter of. That sounds gimmicky, too. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I don't know. It works. For, no, it, it does work. Listen. And I eat a lot, by the way. I eat tons of fruits and vegetables. I stuff my face with them. Oh, I'm sure. I, know. I, I believe that. 
I don't I have any that. limits. I'm not also, I'm not one of these people who goes, banana has too much sugar. No. You used to ask I that did. question. I used to tell you, it, there's nothing wrong with eating a banana. Correct. I put no limits on my fruits or vegetables. Yes! Finally! That's something we used to talk about often. A multiple oranges, multiple bananas. How many times would I apples? tell you, if a diet tells me I can't have an apple, Correct. that diet's stupid. Right. Stupid, Jerry. Yes, 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 yes. What about white potatoes? Okay, so here's the thing. So they're on the approved list because okay. it's, it's a potato. It's just a potato. Yeah, like a, if you have a, a plain baked that. potato, yeah. fine. Right. Not a, not a French not fry because it it's with one. cheese and bacon Correct. and sour cream. A baked potato, plain. Fine. Good to hear. So like when I went out to a restaurant, I had a steak, broccoli, steamed broccoli, and a baked potato. That sounds like an awesome meal. And there you go. Yeah. That's a diet. Like I know that it is. is a diet. Yes. Why wouldn't it be? Do it up. Agreed. I also watched an interesting documentary on Netflix about um, Abercrombie and Finch. I saw it. I didn't watch it yet. Yeah. I saw it. The rise and fall of Aber- is that the, Abercrombie. Is that what it's called? Finch, yeah. What's interesting, though, is I think their message somewhat backfired. How so? In Like the message, the message of, of, the of the documentary. Because from what I took of it, the documentary was about how this Abercrombie and Fitch was this exclusive clothing line. They wanted it to be just for the cool kids, right? Like you only they won't only they only wanted the cool kids to want to wear it. First problem, they didn't uh, market to they marketed to essentially rich white kids. Okay, okay, rich good looking white kids. Oh my God, yeah, and they didn't want anyone else wearing it, so. They didn't make larger sizes. I remember one time I bought an Abercrombie & Fitch t-shirt. I bought an extra large. It was tight on me. Then they started people saying, that, you know, that that uh, if they hired anybody who was non-white or non-good looking, they worked in the back of the store, Jeez. not the front. Um, and then they claimed that those positions were modeling positions, so therefore they could discriminate about against who they hired because just like... If you want to hire a model or an actor, there's no discriminating against that because you have a particular person for that role. Right. You have a look you're... Yeah, there's some sort of... Just like like uh, announcers aren't... Uh, act, like a, a play-by-play announcer isn't, isn't held to the same standards as an equal opportunity mm-hmm. thing because uh, there's some rule around right. acting and that sort of thing, modeling. So... They were doing all this stuff, and they were killing it as far as selling clothing and making a ton of money. And then people started saying that they were uh, exclusionary and that wasn't good. Da, da, da. So they started uh, bringing in uh, heavy models. They started hiring non-good-looking people. But they're out of business. Yeah. So it backfired. Even though the whole point of the documentary was they're not inclusive of people. Da, da. Yeah, no, they're out of business. Or if they're not out of business, they're 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 in a really bad way. Yeah, I don't. It's I haven't been to a mall. Yeah, in forever. I let's see. Are there still some out there? Well, I mean, they have an online store, but what does that mean exactly? Right, it means nothing. Let's see. Aber locations. Let's see. I uh, like girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch. Yeah, they're still open. They are. Yeah, well, there's terrible. one on Fifth Avenue. 
Yeah, I don't think it does well anymore. If I go to the store locator, I mean, I got to think these are closing all over the place because these yeah. malls are dying. Right. And I think they really made their mark, right or wrong, I would think, was, was in malls. Yeah, yes? in the malls. Yeah, 100%. So if I say, there's actually a lot of them still open. Wow. Well, they're doing terrible. American Dream has one. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen one in a while, but I also haven't been to the mall in a long yeah. time, so I don't know. Well, they have our sizes now, Jerry. Good. All right. Well, well, I mean, I don't I don't think I ever shopped there. Clearly, I was an ugly, overweight guy. <laughs> I bought one plain gray T-shirt there that I liked. And it was too small. Well, it fit me nice, but I had to buy an XL. Got it. Understood. But yeah, I, remember, I don't. That's a store. I don't think I. Well, it was, we were excluded from that. We weren't good looking enough for that store. Or rich. Or rich. We, I, you know, very middle class growing up. Yeah, we were not, we were not part of that. I, yeah, I don't know that I've ever shopped in that store. I shopped in the Gap. I did like that store, but Abercrombie never. Then they also kind of talked about how they used uh, homosexual imagery to sell clothes to straight men, which was interesting. You know, you'd get a bag there, and there'd be a, a half naked man on the oh, on your I bag. Did yeah, know that. okay. Yeah, you'd be walking around with a bag. You go in there, it'd be like all. These nude men, not showing wiener, but nude men. And then they were selling to frat, straight frat guys. Well, because they want to look like that. Yes, Jerry. That's why. Everybody thinks they can be someone else. Yeah. And then you look in the mirror and you want to vomit. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah. I mean, and now all their models are people that look like us. And no one's interested and in now the they vomit anymore. Yeah. <laughs> So, but that's it. Was an, it's an interesting yeah, yeah. documentary. Uh, maybe I'll watch it. Although I feel like I now know it, but yeah, I gave you the quick run. I know, but yeah, I'm sure I forgot some things, Jerry. And finally, are you familiar with the guy Dan Soder, stand-up comedian? Mm, I don't think so. So he he's a he's a popular stand-up comedian, and he's on Joe Rogan's podcast this week. Okay, and when I was listening to him, he said he told Joe Rogan, and it kind of got brushed over. That he worked at K-Rock here in New York after Howard Stern left. He worked the overnight shift when Opie and Anthony was there. Hmm. I was like, huh? Because he's, you know, a pretty famous comedian. He's not Chris Rock famous, but... He does well. He does well, plays theaters and, yeah. you know, is a Netflix special. Soda. And uh, so I asked uh, Pete Hoffman, the producer for Tiki and Tierney, because I know Pete worked, uh, worked there. I said, hey, did you, did you know Dan Soder? He said, yeah, that Dan Soder was a weekend and overnight guy when they brought music back to K-Rock. Hmm. He's young. And then Pete said, how about this? I mean, this guy's been working his butt off. So he was doing that. Then when K-Rock went away, he just became a waiter. Pete said he went to a Christmas party and Dan Soder was their waiter. And now the guy's... Yeah. Successful. He's, he kept at it. So good for him. Best known for frequent appearances on MTV2's Guy Code. Yeah. He's on a show. show he's on Billions on Showtime. Stand-up comedian and, and radio personality. And I heard he's dating Katie Nolan. Though. And he's only 38. Yeah. That was a nice success story for him. That is a good story. Uh, I thought, well, good for you. Hey, good for you. And Dan Soder, Katie Nolan comes right up. And there you are. They look like they'd be too. a couple. You know what I mean? I suppose, yeah, I guess. They're equal good looks. Yes. They're like an, you wouldn't be like, what is she doing with him? And you wouldn't be like, what is he doing with her? Yeah, I listen to K-Rock all the time. I don't remember that name at all. Yeah. Or as a comedian. Yeah. 
Well, we're out of the loop with comedians. There's so many. Of them I know now. too many yes. of them. And then online and YouTube and you have your channel. I mean, you can you can be a comedian in so many different ways now. Yes. Not like you're going to Caroline's to find out who the next upcoming guy is, right? Or gal, for that matter. Or watching Rascal's Comedy Hour on TV three, like I used to. That too. Yeah, I that used too. to love Rascal's Comedy Hour. Did you ever watch that? No, I I remember it, but yeah. no, not really. It was on TV three. Yeah. Rascal's Comedy. Hour. Yeah. With Mike Egan as your host. Mike Egan. How do you remember that? Because I remember him. And then uh, for a little while after, Mike Egan, uh, Jackie the Joke Man hosted. Oh, okay. Where's he these days? Jackie? Hey. Doing what? He's retired out on Long Island, still doing uh, jokes. Oh, okay. He's so still, still stand-up. Yeah. He does dirty jokes, Jerry. Ah. He does a lot of those jokes like uh, so-and-so walks into a bar, one of those things. Hilarious. Yeah, Hilarious. An Italian. Mm. Dude, I've been talking since 5 o'clock. I think yeah. I'm done. You're good? I didn't even get the breaks in the middle of the hour. <laughs> yeah, no. You you did uh, you did yeoman's work, Too much. as they say. Too much. All right, I got it. Hi, Jay. Warm-up show. <gasps> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hear a great moment on the fan that you want to hear again and again and again and again? Pause, go back, and then skip ahead with Rewind on the Odyssey app. I'm like, are you sure? She's like, yes, she needs it. Just download and search WFAN. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, we go. a couple minutes after 5 o'clock. We start a new week. Looking forward to doing that. The Eddie Scazzeri, mm, you Aggie SOB yourself. It's nice to see you, and of course, it is great. Great, because I have not heard from this man since Wednesday. He went on, he scrubbed his phone, he scrubbed his social media. He just went, he enjoyed the beach. He's got lots to say. Friday, I walked out of the studio for the third segment. I let Lepresti and I let Flegelman do it. I think I might walk out for the entire hour, quite frankly, because he's not going to shut up. And he shouldn't. His name is Al J.D. Dukes. What's up, man? Good morning, Jerry. Nice to see you back. I don't know if you want to do that. Thank you. It's good to be back. I I'd was, like uh, to see you do a solo hour. That's not possible. It is possible. Eh, <laughs> it wouldn't be good. Could I sit here and fill the time? Maybe. Well, of course you could. It wouldn't be any good, though, Jerry. Well, I don't know about that. Jerry, I've been off social media since when I walked out of here uh, Wednesday at 10 a.m. Yes, I know. I have not signed on to social media. I had it on my phone. I didn't go to it. A couple times I wanted to go to it. And then I got completely all caught up, caught up today in a matter of no time. Turns out nothing happens there. Uh, no, a lot of big waste of time is Very what little happens, yes. Jerry. And Gina said to me, oh, you were so pleasant. And she blamed social media. Because you weren't annoyed by nonsense. But, it, but that was only part of it. I also slept. You know, that, I wasn't well, getting up a, at 2 a.m. That's a big part. I wasn't driving to New York City. True. I wasn't screening your terrible phone calls. So it all played a part. Did social media play a role? Sure it did, Jerry. But then I didn't know what was going on in Bradley Beach from the Facebook group. 
Sounds like you really don't like coming to work. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I don't like New York. I love work, Jerry. No, I know that. I said coming New to York. York. I didn't say sucks. working. New York sucks. Uh, yeah. Well, you could have been at Yankee Stadium on Saturday. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that, that could have been something different. Also, uh, the Boomer situation today. Didn't see this coming. Just kidding. I uh, didn't. Well, I mean, come on. Half-assery. Boomer was going to go do a show from some hotel somewhere. God even knows where he is. I don't even know what know. town he's in. I don't know what city he's in. I could have told you that was not going to work. Half-assery. But I didn't want to be the bad guy. But... Hotels aren't prepared to do live broadcasts from uh, trust their me, internet. I'm, I'm well aware. You know that, Jerry. I've tried how many times. I know that. I've we called knew this weeks in advance, happen. and it doesn't work. It doesn't Half-assery. Work. Half-assery. And it should. That's the thing that's so annoying. It's not hard. No. Hotels are not meant to be broadcast centers. They're meant to you to be able to check your email on your Wi-Fi to see what restaurants to go to in town since you're new to town. Not meant to be doing live broadcasts. So I to say when I got that text message at eight thirty that it didn't work and he wasn't going to be able to run it, I smiled, I smirked. You know why? I had a chuckle and I went right to Abbasery. sleep because you were off and you were relaxed. You were off social media and you were chill. Yeah, and you smoked weed all weekend. Actually, I did not no, get any weed, uh, which was interesting because my mother reached out to me and she said... Did she uh, get weed? No, but she said that she heard uh, th- that the show was discussing me getting weed. I did not get weed. Yeah, we were curious on Friday if you were going to make your way out. I was not going to be in line with all these weed heads getting weed. So I'll eventually get to the weed at some point, I'm sure, Jerry. When it kind of... Well, I would say when it fizzles when out, it but it's not going fi- yeah, to fizzle but out. But eventually... The lines will die down. Yeah, and I also... It's not one even an hours within an hours of my house. Yeah, well, that's a problem too. You do have to travel a little bit. I mean, do you tell me Asbury Park is not going to get a weed dispensary? Of course they are. Let's at some go. point, at some yeah. point, there was a really cool one though. I forget where in northern New Jersey where they had a guy. He was playing music yeah. outside. It was seemed lovely. Yeah, for the big line, the Disney like line. It was kind of, if you would have shut your eyes, you would have thought you were in Jamaica. It was like that kind of music. Yeah. And then you could have imagined the swaying palm trees and the sunshine. Oh, but yes. Then you would have opened your eyes and saw big, tall buildings and great clouds, and it was not warm. They also put these weed dispensaries in not the best part of towns. Let's uh, move those into uh, bougie areas so that I feel comfortable. That'll happen at some point. I suppose. I'm looking out. Michael Flegelman's wearing sweatpants. What are we doing here? Can we... Step our game up. <laughs> Listen. My chair, Jerry, I don't ask for much. I, I no All comment. I asked uh, for when we got new chairs many years ago, I got my own separate chair because too many people pass gas into the chairs. And then Eddie and I noticed a few years ago that when we would sit down on these chairs, it would waft up like the chair was a sponge for oh, gas. Oh, come on. So I got my own chair, and I walk it, I wheel it into my office, and I wheel it into the studio every day. Fleegelman took my chair over. What? To uh, when he was filling in for me and left it in the studio. God knows how many gases went into that over the weekend. The gases, Jerry. Oh, Mike. Not smart, my man. But, Jerry, let's talk. Not smart. Sports. If you'd like. What? I did a, I did a national show yesterday morning, so I talk lots of sports. You did? Four hours yesterday On morning. On CBS Sports Radio Network? damn right How I many did. calls did you get? Uh, it turned out the first two hours, uh, None. None. Is that even the on? The third hour. Did you uh, check the transmitters? I got in the 8 o'clock hour. Yeah. I got about 12. Wow. Because we talked about fan behavior. I got calls from Chicago, Toronto, okay. L.A., Miami. Yeah. 
Fort Lauderdale, and then I put one guy from Green Bay in his place, Brent from Good Green for you, Bay, Jerry. who Smack called and that. said, you know where fan behavior is pristine, where this doesn't happen? Green Bay. It's only in Philly, New York, and Boston. So as I said to Mr. Brett, I said, you know the great thing about 2022 is? There's this thing called the internet. Right. So you Google fan incidents at Lambeau Field. They're as disgusting as anybody else. Right. So we put Brent in his place. Good. So, yeah, so let's talk. I'm ready. Let's go. So, yeah, so this Yankee situation Saturday where uh, 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 some dude on the, uh, what are they, Cleveland Cavaliers? <laughs> the Guardians. Cleveland Guardians. I mean, yes, there is a Cleveland Cavaliers, but they weren't playing the Yankees. Cleveland Guardians. Dude smashes into the wall. Yeah. The fans are cheering that he's hurt. Another dude on the uh, Guardians tries to climb the fence, yell at the Yankee fan. By the way, Yankee fan didn't back down, was right in his face. Uh, and then uh, the Yankees get a walk-off win, and everyone starts throwing things on the field. It's about damn time fan uh, teams started fearing playing in New York. Like That's it, your you, take. That's my take. Oh, my God. Like it used to be. Oh, Jesus. Fans, I mean, other opposing teams there used to hate coming to play in New York because our fans were a bunch of jerks. And down in Philadelphia, our fans were a bunch of jerks. No one. And guess what? Everyone cleaned up their act. Players don't fear going into any stadium. Oh, oh what about now, Stop though, it. Jerry? Stop. What if? What are you talking about? They don't fear going into a stadium. Oh, really? Tell that to the right fielder for the Cleveland Guardians, who's getting pelted with so stuff. So you think it's good to be throwing stuff on the field? I'm not saying not it's good, off. Jerry. Stop it. Just but stop. it's nice to You're finally like fear You're coming to New York. Like an idiot. Stop it. We're like the Raiders, Jerry. You want to come into the black hole? The Raiders will throw D-cell batteries at you. You will fear coming to New York. The Bronx, I'm afraid to go to the Bronx. These Cleveland Guardian You're players. You're afraid of your own shadow. What are you talking about? Cleveland Guardian players shouldn't be like, it's the Bronx. Who cares? Fear the Bronx. That's my take, Jerry. It's a pretty stupid take. What are you talking about? It's a stupid take. I'm not even responding to it. And the Yankees put extra ass su- fans drawing stuff at me, please. The fans are stepping their game up. Cheering for a guy who almost broke his neck. That's awesome. That's really great. Well. No, no, that's great. Really good. I hope you get punched in the face when you walk out of this building and people start cheering for the guy that punched you in the face. Well, it, really park, is, it really was a stupid take. I park car. really close just so that doesn't happen. I run doesn't to my take car, much. Jerry. I've got multiple weapons. We got a guy sleeping nude in the Chase Bank vestibule this morning. It he doesn't was, take much. He was nude? He had his pants down. All right. He did have boxers on. These banks got to get rid of their vestibules. Well, why? Let me ask you this. No more ATMs. If you, they've got cameras in there. Yeah. Clearly they know. Why would they not ask someone to do something or at least walk by? That I don't know. I would hire a security guard just to work. Because you know what it does? I thought you need an ATM card to get in those things. Or you wait for someone to come out when the door is open and you just sneak right in. I would shut the, I would be like, you're not coming in here, sir. Or ma'am. Are you going to get into a confrontation with someone like that in the middle of the night? Do I have my pepper spray? Um, you probably do. Would you have it on you, though, as you're walking oh, out? Yes, well, first of all, you wouldn't be in I that would be in an ATM. ATM. No, not at two. And I understand that. But there are people that do. Hmm, I've done that before. You, you're you a big ATM. Not the vestibule. I will do it at a Wawa for sure where there's always people. You go to the Wawa and Mawa. <laughs> New Jersey yes. for all your ATM purchases. One time I went to the Wawa in Mawa. <laughs> Jackass. Yeah. <laughs> I like the Wawa in Bradley Beach. You have a Wawa in Bradley we Beach? We do. Uh, well, it's in uh, the Neptune, but one town Close over. Close enough. Yeah. Close enough. It's nice, Jerry. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> 
So we're condemning a fans. Jawa in Mawa at the Wawa. A Jawa? What's that? Uh, from Star Wars, the the hooded uh, figures. I thought that was a Wookie. Uh, no, Wookie is uh, Chewbacca was a Wookie. Oh, a Jawa. Jawa is a short creature that wears a brown hooded uh, druid uniform with the uh, red eyes. Got it. <laughs> So fan behavior, Jerry, we're against what they no, did. No, I think it's been awesome. I think it's been uh, it's been really great, and it's been wonderful. You know, example for the rest of the country. I guess the terrific. fans, the MLB fans, are like, you know what? All these NBA fans are getting credit for being jerks. Why don't we step our game you up? Can make that case and get involved. What do you think spurred? Like, what spurred the fans? Throwing. I believe Miles Straw said uh, throwing stuff. Yeah, that I, that I don't know. Um, I believe they were saying some stupid things to the guy who was basically face down on the ground, which is what I think got Straw upset. And then you had the game ended. They were throwing stuff. I mean, they were throwing a lot of stuff on the field. But those were two different parts of the ballpark, which were surprising to me. So the left field is where the uh, Cleveland Guardians player smashed into the wall. And then another Cleveland Guardians player climbed the fence trying to get out. I think it was... hmm. I think it was Mercado that was climbing the fence. Was it Quan that got hurt? I do have names, Jerry. Let's see Mercado what I Mercado that climbed the fence, and then you had Straw that was, you know, very vocal in the post game. I think those were the three outfielders. Yeah. Does that sound right? Yeah, I, th- I had them. Mer- I had them written down, Jerry. And then you even had, you know, Judge and Stanton going out telling them, to yeah. guys, knock it off. And they were smart. They wore their helmets. <laughs> they were on offense. They wore their riot gear helmets. <laughs> they did not wear riot and shields. Gear. They just won the Tear game. Gas. And they were about to hit. <laughs> we should give uh, the opposing teams that come into uh, the Bronx, we should give the outfielders tear gas that they could hit. The <laughs> now get, you're talking. If the fans get rowdy, just lob a tear gas at them. I thought you were going to say a shield and a helmet. Yeah. <laughs> No, he couldn't make the catch. His shield got in the way. He was protecting himself from the fans. It's just weird, like, what made them, of all the games, to decide to throw things on the field. Alcohol. Who knows, Yeah, but there's alcohol at every game. I don't know. That wasn't even the Red Sox. Well, but some handle it better. You know? I guess They were just being, it was such a nice day. Beautiful, Jerry. It was a good win after they gave up the lead, you know, after they fell behind in the eighth inning. Yeah. You come back, you tie it, then you win it. Like, why? Like, even John. Like, John went off on these John guys. John Sterling? Yes. Would you like, if I, if you I give would me like a second, that. would you like to hear? Because this all, so there were a couple of different things that happened. You had the the, the guy go, climbing the fence where Susan, so Susan was down in the um, in the tunnel waiting for, uh, waiting for the game to end. Do the little, player. Little post-game player. Yeah. Is. So here, I'm going to give, it's a minute, but here's the end. Here's a one-two to Glaber. Winning run at second, two out in the ninth. I can't shorten it. Pitch. Swung on and lined to right center field. It is a base hit. Rounding yes. third. Scoring kind of for Lepa. And the Yankees win the ball game with two in the bottom of the ninth. Ball game over. Yankees win. The Yankees win. All right, all good. Now somebody threw something on the field and the Indians are all running out to right center and the Yankees are too. I mean that ruins what would be a great Yankee comeback and the Yankees have run out there and telling the fans stop throwing things. And throwing baseballs. I think that's disgraceful. That's disgraceful. That's not Yankee Stadium. 
Those aren't Yankee fans. Hooligans. <laughs> hooligans. Soccer hooligans. Where do they get baseballs from? What, they buy souvenir baseballs? You spend 30, 30 bucks on a baseball, you got to throw it on the field? Or maybe they were out there for, uh, you know, batting, batting practice. practice. That's got possible. a couple of balls. Good call. That's possible. You know what it probably was? The uh, the uh, Cleveland Guardians outfielder was probably nice to them all game, tossing the balls, <laughs> and then <laughs> they, they just pegged them. them. <laughs> and they didn't lose. <laughs> right. They won. Right, it wasn't even like they lost on a blown call. No, Angel Hernandez once wasn't doing this game. Right? Yeah, I don't. I don't. I hooligans, do hooligans, Jerry. I do love that hooligans. Hooligans, not, and they are John. They are Yankee fans. I mean, unfortunately, they probably yep. were. But that's what. I, unless they were Cleveland fans that were no. mad that they lost. No. I don't see that to be the case, though. They are who we thought they were, Jerry. Hooligans, and we let them off the hook. Well, they go to jail off the hook, and anyway. uh, they increased security yesterday. Yeah. I know. That seemed to work out. No one pelted anybody else with baseballs, so that's good. Well, it's probably the safest day, the day after the incident. You're probably good the next day. Could you imagine someone had the balls to go do it yesterday? (laughs) You know what it is we need, Jerry? We need tough-looking security guards. Uh, We need MMA type of – because we've seen videos of, uh, like, it happened in Philadelphia where – where the Philadelphia fan threw the Mets fan's the phone, phone yeah. and then an 80-year-old woman escorted him out. But we is she MMI. security or is she an usher? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's a big difference. Good question. <laughs> well, yeah, well, that's where you could have cops, you could have real security a- people. MMA-style men and women yeah, putting you in that. an arm bar and throwing you out, leg lock, then throw you out into the, uh, onto the ramps. Get out on the street and leave. Yeah, and kick your butt. All right, we're going to leave for just a Give moment. Me. We have a lot. The show sheet this morning is like two pages long. It is very lengthy because a lot happened over the weekend. So we'll take a quick break. We'll get right back to it after this. And then G joins us at six on the fan. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. All right, great to have you with us. 25 after 5. It is a Monday morning. We've got lots to do. Covered some of the stuff in the first segment. But as I said, the show sheet quite lengthy. By the way, real quick, did you see any of this Angel Hernandez stuff from last night? I did. I watched this this morning. Why is this put up with at this point? Well, okay, so it's the uh, Phillies against the Milwaukee Brewers, Jerry. Yes. And uh, who was the fellow batting? Well, that's Kyle Schwarber. I'm not even Schwarber, talking about yeah. that because I actually thought that pitch wasn't horrible. But there were pitches throughout the course of the night that if you see enough uh, on social media that are just so egregious. And then, of course, people have, you know, like Angel Hernandez's greatest hits – where he's just so off. And it's like if you're major league, but every time this guy umps a game behind the plate, it's an issue. I don't want to I don't want to be a contrarian here, Jerry, but that looked like a pretty good pitch. That's what I just said. I the, the pitch that Schwarber struck out on, I don't think was that terrible. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. There were calls though in that game last night. There was one on Gene Segura that I believe Mitch missed by about seven, eight inches off the plate. Now you said not that much. It is though. Especially when they're judged by, you know, 
um, that stupid robot strike zone, and yeah. you can see it now, as opposed to it just look. I mean, it was terrible. We're, we're going to get the robot strike zone, Jerry. I, 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 how many times have I told you? I'm waiting for it. And Mr. Angel Hernandez will be out of a job because we're going to have a robot back there. Well, you won't be yelling at him. No, he'll be like, talk to the robot. <laughs> the robot said this was a strike. Hey, right, not my fault. Yeah, so, yeah, Kyle Schwarber went nuts, slammed the bat down, Jerry, and then was yelling all night. And then was saying, and then I, I've never seen this before, and it's clear as day he's saying it. He goes, you've been terrible for both sides. Yeah. <laughs> then, pretty funny. Then I thought when Joe Girardi went out to argue in his place, like, he wasn't, he he, he, he could have been a little more demonstrative. Yes, Joe I agree. Girardi, he was just like, well, what are we doing here, Angel Hernandez? <laughs> I felt, we've seen Joe first. Girardi go nuts. Yeah. Yeah, I was surprised he didn't get himself tossed. Right, go out there and go nuts. You got to be like, ah, Lou Pinella him, you know what I mean? Or I old do. Weaver, kick yeah. some dirt. I, I know what you're saying. Kick some dirt on home plate. Take a base, pull it out of the ground, and whip it. Now, that would have been cool. That would have been awesome. And then he could have gotten all fours and started crawling around the field like yeah. that minor league guy. No one does that anymore. No one pulls a base out of the uh, the <laughs> no. hole in the ground and throws it. No, they don't. It's almost like we have better anger, a better handle of our anger these days. Anger management? Yeah. There's replay. Oh, there's replay now? Yes, that's part of it. Oh. <laughs> I used to like when a player would just get up and just pull a base out and just fling it like Bobby Knight would fling a chair at a player. He did. I actually, you know, it's funny you say that. When we were at Indiana with Rutgers in March, I guess it was, we were at shoot around. And I said, you know what would be really cool? I said to Chris Corso, he's the uh, the SID, he does a lot of the, the, uh, the social media stuff. I said, wouldn't this be cool for a video if I picked up the chair and just tossed it? And then we just have some fun with it. You know the chairs are clipped together? Oh, we can't throw chairs anymore. Uh-uh. You'd have to throw a row of 10 of them. That would be uh, You can't viral. do it. It's too heavy. That would be viral. Yeah, theory. the chairs are clipped together. Yeah, well, they don't want people throwing chairs anymore. <laughs> I guess not. That would be great. You throw a chair across the floor. It scratches it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's no, no. And then you're in trouble with now the NCAA. Fired. They can't do that. Fired. No, no, no. Jerry, did you see uh, Garrett Cole didn't suck the other day, <laughs> yesterday? <laughs> yes, well, you... Played the Guardians. I mean, the Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, and they came in. I think they were a game over 500 when the yeah. series began, and the Yankees swept them away. But they're still not projected to do much this year. I was hoping for a home run call for Tim LaCastro, but we didn't really get no, one. No, we didn't. And, and Kiner Falefa hasn't homered yet. So we haven't heard that. LaCastro homers in the, was it the eighth inning last night, I guess it was yesterday. He just got a basic. Jo- yeah. Yeah, basic. Which is surprising because I would think when John sees the roster, I would think he starts to put into play what he's going yeah. to do. And clearly he had, he even paused at one point where you thought you were going to get it. And it was as if he realized, hmm, yeah, I got nothing. Yeah, uh, right. If I'm, am I going to force something here? And he didn't. Or do I just let it go? He just let it go. Now, Kiner Falefa, I forget what it was, over the weekend had a double, had a big double or a big base hit, and he gave you something. I, I can't think of what it was. He went, Kiner Falefa no, is didn't. the time to say he Merry but he Christmas. Had, no, that would be cool. He didn't do that, though. Did you see Nestor Cortez the other day? I think that was on uh, Saturday. This Nestor Cortez guy's pretty good. Yeah, people loving Nestor Cortez. He Dove, Jerry. Who, uh, Rizzo threw him the ball? Yeah, I think it was Anthony Rizzo. Anthony Rizzo. And then Nestor Cortez had a dive for uh, to first base. By the way, it looked like the runner got, to me, it looked like the runner got there first, but they called him out. Well, effort. Nestor, it was a Nestor Cortez effort. And, in he, fact, Aaron Boone said, 
The Legend of Nestor Grows. Well, I was going to say, this isn't quite the same thing because he hasn't been around that long. But I'm starting to equate Nestor Cortez with who? Bartolo yes, Colon. exactly right. A little overweight, a little funny looking. Crowd loves him. Crowd loves him because he doesn't look like a typical chiseled athlete. Yep. He gets it done. Exactly. He's a no-nonsense guy. Looks like he's fun. All of that. He just looks like he's out there playing and yeah. pitching. Yes. Look yeah. at you. Yes, Jerry. Me and you yes. on the same page there. Yes, yes. Uh, what else do I have here for you, Jerry? Oh, oh, oh. Jerry, how about the Mets have won every series this year? Yeah, pretty good. That's pretty good. Jerry, would you say that's pretty good or pretty good? That's pretty good. Yeah, it's, uh, yesterday, and yesterday was one where McGill was good again, gave them what they needed. They got, I mean, the Diamondbacks played like crap. You got guys getting hit with the bases loaded, bases loaded, walks, errors. But Lindor starts it off with an RBI single. You get the home run. J.D. Davis hits a laser to right field. And, yeah, they just keep winning. Good for them. And good for you. Good for them. They're one of the, what are they, 12 and 5? Something like that, Jerry. You know, it's funny. It was interesting about the Mets is how many times do you go into a season with expectations and things like, for instance, the 86 Mets, huge expectations. They got out to a crappy start. And you're thinking after the first week or so, like the, all right, the Yankees, this is a good example. The Yankees have big expectations. Now they swept the series all good, but the thought, Friday morning was like, what the hell is wrong with this team? Like, things aren't quite going according to plan. So far, if you're a Met fan, they're not dominating anybody, but they're winning every series. They're getting good pitching, timely hitting, and they're doing what you hoped they would do. It's kind of nice, actually. It is nice. Yeah. Only if, if Jacob DeGrom was here, we'd be would be perfect. He'll be back. He's got an MRI today, and so hopefully that will come back good positive that then he can do what start pitching start throwing oh, throwing at some point soon and then maybe you get him back mid-june because he's got i would think i could be wrong about this but my guess would be they're going to treat when he comes back like a like an extended spring training you're going to give him four or five weeks before he's ready to pitch in the big leagues again they're going to massage his arms they might they said uh late may at the earliest okay right so i really think it's more like mid-june yeah which to me makes sense. You're talking about you're probably six weeks away, and that's like I've heard someone say before that's like making a trade at the trade deadline. Yeah, Jerry, it's like getting a Jacob Degrom in a midseason trade. So that's pretty good. Pretty? Would you say it's pretty good, Jerry? Pretty good. Pretty good. By the way, the Mets are twelve and five, and just think, Buck Showalter missed a game. They really should be thirteen and four. Exactly. Those guys screwed up the game. They sure <laughs> did. Now, the Mets go to St. Louis tonight. Yes. Would you go up in the big arch if you were going? No. My son actually asked me to go to St. Louis this week. I think it's a cool baseball town. I, no, it's a great baseball oh, town. Great baseball. St. Louis, town. Chicago, great baseball cities. Um, I'm, but I, St. I Louis is weird. Like I think right near the stadium, they have all these like cool. They're one of those places that built up down by near the stadium. But I've heard like the actual city of St. Louis is terrible. I, well, they've had some crime issues there. I yeah. believe the last few years. Crime issues. But I, I would like. I just not this week. I, I'd rather go in the summer. Yeah. I don't want to go to St. Louis this week. And he was even, and my son does not like flying. He even said, could we go Monday? And I'm like, I can't take off Monday. He goes, could we go Monday and we'll just come back on Wednesday morning? I'm like, really? Like, you would just go for two games and fly back? Usually he wants to stay for a week if he's got to fly. I said, no, I'm not doing it. I'm sorry. Now, when you go up into the arch, the arch curves, thus the arch, how does the elevator? I don't know. I've never been That's a real question I have. I don't know. Does the elevator curve? Don't we have Louis in St. Louis? Doesn't he call in once in a Huey. while? Huey. 
Huey. Yeah. Maybe he can call in and tell you. I've never been there. I don't know. I would go to the Arch. I hope the uh, Cardinals wear those and, sweet. And then what do you do? Um, take a picture by the Arch. And then that's pretty much that's it. it. What do you do with the other 23 hours? Yeah. And, that's the problem with 50 these. 50 minutes of the day. With these cities <laughs> that only have one thing, like yeah. uh, I would like to go see Mount Rushmore. But what else am I going to do? And then what? In the Dakota. Yeah. I don't even know what Dakota it's in. It's in one of them. Yeah, Central Dakota. There was Cent- a Giants Rams game in St. Louis years ago. I was on the Giants crew. Me, Chris Carino, Carl Infantino, the mayor, went to the Arch. Did you go up it? Yeah. Does the elevator curve? Yeah. It does? Yeah. It, it, there's like a mechanism inside, so it doesn't really feel that different, and it's very small up there. And then you can be up in the yeah. arch looking out? Yeah. That's cool. I got to think if you're claustrophobic, that's got to be yeah. terrifying. Got to be a tough one. Right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I wasn't, so it wasn't a big deal for me. How long did the exper- the uh, excursion last? Soup to nuts, probably about 40 minutes, and we're like, yeah, now what? <laughs> Now what do we do here in St. Louis? Yeah, right. You got exactly. nothing else for us. Go find a bar. They, they got casinos on the uh, river. That's where oh, we went. Riverboat. No, that's, that's cool. It's a good idea. Riverboat casino. I hope the Cardinals wear those baby blue uniforms one of the times. Maybe they will. 1980 style. We shall see. Very possible. Yeah. These days. You don't know. Plus, Keith Hernandez probably goes back there for the broadcast. He probably is like. A, Cardinal Hall of Famer. Yeah, Cardinal Hall of Famer. Right. He yeah. probably got all his hot spots out there. He has got to be, I would think, he's one of those, you know, former players that walks around like a celebrity yeah. still. Right, because he still looks like Keith Hernandez. Still he does. Still has the mustache. Yes, he does. And I got to tell you, too, just real quick, and I know this is not anything new, but the more I watch them, they are so good. Yeah. It really is. There, I don't think there's anybody better. And I know we don't hear all the broadcasts, but I listen to enough highlights, and I do watch enough highlight packages. There is nobody better than Gary, Keith, and Ron. What about Michael Kay and Carlos Beltran? I like Michael Kay. I think Carlos Beltran's still finding himself, as is Cameron Mabin. I think Ryan Rucco does a great job. So the Yes broadcast is fine. I'm not I'm not knocking it. I just think SNY's broadcast is by far the best. I'll give you one more to compare it with. Yeah. Gary, Keith, and Ron or Apple TV. <laughs> <laughs> Apple TV broadcast. People you never heard of. I mean... I, I have no comment. I know. I guess we they, commented last time. I'm good. And the Yankees were on Amazon, I think. Friday Amazon night. Prime. Yeah, people were furious about that. Well, probably because they couldn't find it. But yeah. that was still a yes production. Oh, it was. Like there was nothing wrong with that broadcast. Oh, okay. That's now this week. I believe so. The Mets were on Apple Plus against the Nationals. I'm pretty sure the Yankees are on Apple Plus this week. So if you thought they were furious with Amazon yeah. Prime, which everybody and their mother has, yes, good luck this week. <laughs> and the Yankee fan now is going to get a firsthand experience to that broadcast. Yeah. Well, the weird thing with the Amazon Prime broadcast I saw people that were angry about is that uh, they had a, by soap while they were watching. <laughs> they bought a 12 pack of soap. <laughs> is that if you were, it was for in market only. Okay. So if you well, yeah, like a local broadcast. Yeah, but if you are in, uh, if you are a Yankee fan in Florida, mm-hmm. there was no way for you to watch it because even if you have the MLB oh, package, it was blacked out. But hold on, if yeah. you But if all right, but if you're in, oh, I see. Because if you get the MLB package, since you're out of market, you get every Yankee game. So this was treated like an in-market game yes. on. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. Mm. So people were. And, the, and this Sunday night, Met fans get to enjoy the K-Rod broadcast. That's no right. I did see that. that. That is right. All right, we'll take a quick break. 537. Boy, we are moving Jerry, let's do next when we come back. Do we have to? Yes. Did that for two hours yesterday. Oh. Make me sick.
Quick break. We're back in a moment on The Fan. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah. <laughs> We're coming up on a quarter to six. A very quick-moving hour because there's been so much to get to. And Al said words that I think he's never said before in the history of him being at this radio station, which is over 10 years now. We're talking 15 years he's been here now. Boomer and Carton, now Boomer and Geo. He said, how about we go, how about we talk Nets next? <laughs> he's never done that I'm before. S- I'm so disappointed. I know I'm Gio's, disgusted. I know Gio's rooting for the Celtics and doesn't want the Nets to win because people are annoyed by Evan's happiness for whatever reason. But I wanted... Something? How about a series? I wanted a Nets to move on. I'm rooting for the Nets to win it all, Jerry. I wanted to see what that would be like around here. You don't know. But what, like, they're down 3 nothing already. The Celtics have been incredibly impressive in this series. They are the better team. And I mean, I don't, I, I still think the Nets have the two best players on the floor. The problem is the Celtics, one through eight, one through nine, are just better. They just are. Jason Tatum is a star right before our eyes. Jalen Brown's been great. Tice has been outstanding. I mean, everybody, the kid Pritchard's knocking down threes the other night, and the Nets have been a team that just kind of, let me rephrase that, appears to be a team that is just trying to figure it out on the fly because they think they just have the two best players and they'll be okay. It doesn't work that way. And I do believe, and Chris Paul talked about this last night too, the way they are letting, the way the games are being officiated has absolutely hurt them. But that's fine because it's fair both ways and they're officiating it both ways. But they are, they're playing like, they're officiating the game like it's 90s basketball. And it's just different than what we've seen all year. That said, Boston's better. I, there's nothing else to say. They've been better. They are better. They're clicking. They're connected. And the Nets aren't. How many How many Celtics do we need out of the game to to get a win? Who we need out? Jason Tatum, you said? Uh, I would say if, if Tatum didn't play or was in foul trouble, that would have a pretty big impact. Or if a fan You're got not going to go work his leg. Or if a fan got under his skin and he gave them the finger and got thrown out of the game. Well, all he would, would do is cool. get fined. Oh, right. 50 grand. Yeah, it just costs you 50 grand to give yeah. the finger. Yeah, I don't know, Jerry. This uh, I, I got a bad vibe, but I think they'll win tonight. I don't. Really? I don't. I just feel like they'll give them more. Like right now, the Celtics are relaxing. The Celtics, they'll be like, let's no, rest. I disagree. I think the Celtics are going to come out and try and finish this and make a point. In Brooklyn. Yeah. You know, the Nets right now are, what are they, 20 and 20? With that loss, I think they're 20 and 22 at home this year. How is that possible? That's not good. And I and he, I had Tim Capstraw on yesterday. We talked about this because I was so annoyed. I on needed, your national I needed, radio I show, I need therapy. It's the crowd's great. Like it's not the it's not the fans. It's not like in yesteryear where the crowd would be overtaken by the opposition's fans. Yeah, there's opposition. There's, sure, there's some fans in that. That's happening everywhere now. 
But the fans have been great, he said. And it's just, for whatever reason, it's just not working. What if the fans in Brooklyn tonight go Yankee stadium style? Throw basketballs on the floor. Yeah, and cheer injuries. What if what if we tried that angle? Then what, then what would happen? I think they need to be, uh, I think they need to play better. And I think you can do that. But I think at the end of the day, they're being outcoached and outplayed. So this is going to be a giant failure. Well, it is right now, sure. Unless they come back with this monster comeback and win the next four, which I don't see. Which I was yeah. reading, Jerry's never happened. They just, I thought LeBron did it. This says Didn't it's LeBron never come back? Or was it three one. It says no team in NBA history has ever come back from a Z, uh, an O three deficit. Okay, maybe it was three one then. And Jerry, no Ben Simmons to save you tonight. What's going on with this guy? Uh, I can't answer that. I don't know because all we knew was that Ben Simmons, according to all these different reports, they said at first may see him in game three, that it was, no, he's going to be ruled out for game three, but game four, very likely. I wake up and I'm seeing tweets about Ben Simmons. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell? Reggie Miller know. called him out, Jerry, said, this dude has zero competitive fire. It's, I will tell you this. I don't know fire Ben emoji. Simmons from a hole in the wall, but I will tell you that it's hard to argue. I don't, I don't know what else to say. He sits there. But it was 3-1 that the Cavs came back from. I thought it was. Um, he dresses in very vibrant colors. That's nice. He sits there on the bench. He's cheering his team on. He actually met the media the other day, talked about his basketball IQ, how much he's going to help out Kyrie and, and Durant. I don't know. I don't know. Now, if he did play, I don't think he was giving you more than five or six, seven minutes. It would have been, hey, he hasn't played in a year. So I don't know what kind of impact – but if this guy doesn't play 80 games next year, man, I, it, I don't know. Is everyone back for the Nets next year? Uh, yeah, I'd have to look at contracts. But I KD mean, and Kyrie are back. Durant is, I believe Kyrie is signed for next year. They want to get an extension. I'm pretty sure. I, gotta, I don't think he, yeah, I think he's signed for next year, but they'll give him an extension. Simmons is signed. And then I got to see what else. Should we fire Steve Nash? Get somebody else in here? That's a yes. Jim. No, I didn't say yes. I did that not is, say that. You I, didn't say no, no. I didn't say yes. But you didn't go like this. No. I I would say if they get swept tonight. Yeah. And it looks like they've gotten severely outcoached yet again. Oh, yes. I would say nothing would shock me. Goodbye. Now, I also think the fact that he handles these guys really well on a day-to-day basis, that's a good thing. That's worth something. The problem is... You need to be a little bit better now. Right. And it seems like Boston is one and even two steps ahead of everything they're trying to do. Who's their head coach? Ime Udoka. Let's get him here. Well, he was here. (laughs) Why do we let him go, He was an assistant. Why did we let him go? (laughs) That was tremendous. No wonder he knows the system so well. He coached under Greg Popovich. He coached here for a little while. Like, this guy knows what he's doing. And you can tell. His game plans have been unreal. It's been it. When I tell you, I cannot believe how impressed I've been by the Celtics. Like I, when the playoffs began, if I would have asked you, all right, let's go Eastern Conference. All right, you know the teams. Who do you think is the one seed in the East right now? Celtics. No, 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 no. They're the two. Give me a hint, Jerry. <laughs> the big teams in the East. You've got the Heat, the Sixers, the Bucks. Sixers. You've got- I would have said. I think most people would have said that. And if not the Sixers, I think most people would have said the Bucks because of Giannis, and they won the championship last year. 
You know, the Heat are the number one seed in the East, and the Celtics are two. I didn't think either of those two teams really had a chance to win a title because of Philly and Milwaukee. I'm watching Boston these three games. Man, good luck beating this team. So uh, now you've got them winning the title. The, um, no. Oh. But I think they've got as much a chance as Philly or, uh, or Milwaukee does now, and I didn't believe that to be the case when the playoffs started. So that game is uh, tonight in Celtics at Nets, 7 p.m. Correct. Then we got Mets at 7.45 because the game's in St. Louis. Yankees are uh, off. Off. They are uh, at Yankee Stadium tomorrow against the Baltimore Orioles. Correct. I did see that Shaq said he'll coach the Lakers, but he wants... Yes, that was a Thursday. He wants a $25 million a year. Yes, we played that audio on Friday morning. I think Friday? he's serious. Too. Well, this was Thursday yeah. on, his pod, on his podcast. Yeah, he's serious. He wants it. Yeah, I don't Get know it that to that's going to happen. I always wonder, though, why like, Why not? Like, why wouldn't you pay? If you're paying players $45 yeah. million, a coach isn't worth $25 million? Yes. Yes, he is. So, we'll see. And we'll then uh, do you saw the videos. Did you have any sound from when uh, Mike Tyson beat up that dude on the airplane? Did, well, we didn't play any of the sound, no. Well worth it, by the way. I agree. That guy seemed like a, such a douche. And they're not. And he's not because he was. He knows he didn't file charges. And lengthy criminal record he has. I saw that this morning. He yeah. was just he was he was drinking, I think, right? And he was being obnoxious to Mike Tyson. Of course, you get a punch in the face. And there's photos of Tyson. He was so not bothered by this incident, yeah. taking photos with fans when he got off the plane. <laughs> And then he went to his weed convention. Right. In Miami. Where he relaxed. Right, where we thought you were going. Uh, I'm not going to any weed conventions. All right, quick break. When we come back, we'll wrap things up. Odyssey Sportsman and Amy Lawrence on the Nets and Ben Simmons. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, a couple more minutes till we get G in here. Uh, The Mets won. Yankees won. What else? We talked earlier about uh, umpire Angel Hernandez, yes. Jerry, uh, umpiring the uh, Phillies-Brewers game and how Kyle Schwarber went nuts on a called third strike and said he's that he was terrible all game for both sides. You know, I have some uh, listeners on Twitter sending me videos of his strike. I don't think he's so terrible. He's pretty awful. They look right down the middle, some of these pitches. I'm not saying some of them aren't borderline. They are. But some of them are really terrible. Like this ain't John Hernandez. He's just trying to move this game along, Jerry. Let's there's, go. Uh, there's one guy who sent me the sent me a video of his greatest hits, if you will. Yeah. I mean, some of these calls are so egregious. It's just it's embarrassing. Hmm. He stinks. Ang- uh, let's be. I like he stinks to high heaven. Angel Hernandez, you stink. Oh, terrible, hmm. terrible, 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 terrible. Where people, I, I wasn't here for this, Jerry. When uh, the Yankees played the uh, Tigers. And yeah. the Yankees walked Miguel Cabrera, yeah, yeah. which, by the way, was the right move. Right. He had three or four at-bats prior to that. Right. You couldn't get it done. No one had an issue with it. Oh. Thought it was going to be a big issue. No, not at all. I mean, some Tiger fans were upset that he got an you intentional know, or, walk. Right. You know who had an issue with it, Jerry? The people who were in attendance. Yes. Because they wanted to say, yes. I was at the Tigers Correct. game. where And he they got had a wait. 3,000 hits. And he got it this weekend. He got a couple of them this weekend. 3,000 hits, 500 home runs. Not this weekend, but I mean totally. That would have been a big weekend. How about your Rays? Yes. 21,000 fans yesterday. Is that good for them? Well, considering some days they have 5,000, 
I would say yes. And I saw. Oh, did you see that oh, game oh. in Oakland last week? Which game is this? Oakland against Baltimore. Oh yes, uh, two thousand seven hundred yeah. fans. I did see a photo on Twitter of uh, from oh. above that showed all the empty seats. And then the next day, they only had four thousand. <laughs> but isn't Oakland a lovely place to go see a game? It no. seems beautiful the weather. Stadium's a dump. Oh. That's the stadium where the toilets over always overflow. Yeah, you're right. And the urinals. And the team's not good this year, and they have a payroll of $33 million, which is $3 million less than Garrett Cole makes. So they're so the A's make less than Garrett Cole? Correct. I believe so, yes. That's awesome. <laughs> exactly. That's why, So no one's going. And they want, I think they're going to be end up in Vegas. Yeah. I think you're going to have the Raiders in Vegas, the and you're going to have the A's in Vegas. So all the Oakland possible. teams, Jerry. Well, well, the Warriors aren't. They oh. went to San Francisco. They left Oakland, too. <laughs> Does, is Oakland a dump? Does I don't know. City? I have family that lives out there. I've never been to Oakland, though. San Francisco, for sure. I've never gone over the bridge. WFAN and WFAN-FM and HD1, New York. An Odyssey station.